Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframe. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed. We are so happy you're here. Whether you're listening to us, whether you're watching us over on YouTube, hello, or (laughs) however you're taking us in, we're happy that you're here to chat and have this conversation with us. Last week, we talked all about personal growthing the crap out of your kids. (laughs) And so if you are interested, go back and give it a listen from last week. If you have kids, I think it's totally worthwhile. This week, we're going to be talking all about expressing yourself creatively and how important it is in your life. This is such a good topic to get into today because if you're anything like us, creativity is one of the first things to go. Oh yeah. When things get busy, which is like 97% of the time. So it's a really hard thing to do, but in the end, it's one of the most worthwhile things you can do is to get in touch with that creative side to let that creativity flow in your life sometimes. Yeah. And I know for me, like a lot of times uh, with creativity, it's, it goes, it, it just like when I'm stressed, when I'm worried, when I'm anxious, it's, it's more difficult to mm-hmm. become creative. And so for me, it's one of the first things to go because I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, Brandon, Meg, but it, it's, it's hard when you're in the midst of this crazy world, when you're in the midst of life's stresses, your day to day being pushed and pulled everywhere. So it's hard to be creative, but one of the arguments we'll make today, and I think it's very valid, is you actually can help yourself heal. You can actually help yourself get out of your own way if you allow yourself to express that creative muscle. And sometimes that's not an easy task to even start, but it is absolutely necessary to start because, like Brandon said, you were saying, if you are able to kind of push past that and start it, there is an opportunity for just massive growth, massive healing. And I think it's so great that we have that innate ability in us to kind of be someone beyond just our normal exterior. Like deep within all of us, there's different creativities. There's so many different creativities. Like how I'm creative is not how you're creative. Mm -hmm. And there are many people out there that are like musical or they're, you know, they come out in their writing skills or they come out and their theater skills and creativity is not a one size fits all. And I love that because what I find creative and helps me heal, helps me feel better is not what you're going to find is healing and helpful for you and really gets your juices flowing. One of the things that we love to do happen to both love to do is express ourselves creatively on this podcast, but you can have a million different ways in your own personal lives to experience this freedom and creativity. Yeah. Well, and uh, as you're talking about it, I think too, you're allowed to express yourself in new ways and you're allowed to, at least for me, I've noticed I'm allowed to push the envelope on what I would typically do and like what I'd be comfortable doing. And so just getting to express yourself in new ways. And I know a lot of people might not even know what that is because we get caught in the cycle of life and we get caught in the stress cycle, victim cycle, whatever cycle you fall into. We're all at the mercy of our cycles by, by all stretch. I actually remember uh, 
early on in our podcast, we had Dave Hollis on, rest in peace. I still can't believe he's gone. But when we had him on, we were like, well, what do you do if you feel stuck? What do you do if like you don't know what the next step is? Like you just feel a calling, you feel a pull to do something. What do you do? And I think about that when I think about creativity, because I bet a lot of people are stuck saying, I don't know what it could possibly be. And he said, you go back to the earliest time where you felt alive, where you felt amazing. And you might have to go back to childhood, y'all. But if you go back far enough, what did you used to love? Because as adults, a lot of times we can discount it. Like, yeah, it's cool to say, well, yeah, we do this podcast. Well, a lot of people will appreciate, okay, yeah, we get a podcast as a creative thing. Some people love Pokemon cards. I know when I was a kid, I collected baseball cards. Does that mean that's what I want to do now? Not necessarily, but I enjoyed doing them and collecting them when I was a kid. So maybe I might enjoy doing them now. Like, how did you like to express yourself creatively? And most of the time what happens is as kids, we just don't care. I mean, like we're going to be out singing. Like I watch our kids, they're out singing. They're dancing crazily. They, they, they don't care about being embarrassed or embarrassing themselves yet, but they will. And for all of us, that's what happens. You go out into the world and you're like, well, I enjoy singing, but then someone tells you you're a terrible singer or laughs at you or whatever. And so then you don't want to create that way anymore. And then you keep doing that with everything because you fear what people might say or how they might uh, look at you or if they might think you're weird because that's how you want to express yourself. And then you stop because you're like, well, am I too grown up for this? Am I whatever? So back to my point though, when Dave was talking about it, it's like, you might have to go back. You have to go beyond where you're currently at and say, when was I able to express it? And even the smallest minute thing could lead you with some breadcrumbs on a path to discovering what truly is going to light you up. You know, it's so interesting that you're on the trajectory of saying that for you, it's like an adult thing and you might get embarrassed because I was actually going the exact opposite way because my thought was, when you're talking about creativity, there's a little bit more freedom there because you're not supposed to be an expert. This is not your job. This is not the thing that you're supposed to already know how to do. Like creativity, you have a little more flexibility and people are a little more forgiving. And so my argument was actually going to be the whole opposite way. Like I don't think this is where, when we're talking about creativity, that you have to feel any type of way because you can sing, you can dance. And I mean, yeah, you might not do it in the middle of your local Walmart, sure, but you have a little bit more freedom in that. And I was just like, I don't know. It's just weird. Cause you were saying that I was like, Oh wait, maybe I'm totally off base here because for me, I'm like, no, that's where I feel the most off the hook. That's where I mm. feel the most, like I don't have to perform. Like it's okay to be an amateur here. It's okay to just let my guard down a little bit and not be a little miss perfect. I'm allowed in my creativity side to not have to perform at such a level because no one's expecting that. This is not my professional Meg. This is, mm. This is, you know, fun and creative side, Meg. And she gets to have a little bit more of a little bit funner feel. Like she gets to mm. enjoy it more. So for me, like I love writing. One of That's one of the most, I guess, therapeutic and just enjoyable ways for me to express creativity. But I'm not claiming to be an expert. And I don't think that anyone like reading my writing would be like, oh yes, she is the next whoever, whoever your favorite author is. But do I like it? Yes. Am I pretty decent at it? Sure. But there's a lot you would have to forgive if all of a sudden you, I was going to give you a book manuscript tomorrow. You'd have to be like, oh, okay. And I think that's a, that's a joyful thing for me. Same thing with like 
you were talking about how you go back to that earliest you. When I was a teenager, I loved scrapbooking. <laughs> scrapbooking was my thing. And then as, a, as I was in my 20s, it became less about scrapbooking, but more about card making. And then we had kids. And now there's no more <laughs> card making or scrapbooking, but one day I will get back to it. But you can be a little bit more, like I don't have to be the professional, like scrapbooking used to be a thing, y'all. Like it's not so much a thing that I see anymore. I'm sure there are still avid scrapbookers out there, but even 10 years ago that scrapbooking was a really big thing. Like they had like MLMs related to scrapbooking and, and I never felt like I had to be that expert level to enjoy doing it, to put a scrapbook together, to put a page together that I thought was cute and fun. I never felt that pressure. Yeah. It's funny because I remember talking a few weeks ago and first of all, I'm just, I'm glad we have different perspectives here because I feel like it brings more to everyone listening because they might be on either side of this where you find yourself being able to be creative and free and no expectations, I'm the complete opposite mm-hmm. because inner voice Brandon comes out in fury when I'm doing something creative because it is nitpicking everything. And it's, it's you know what it is? It's me being entirely outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And so the more I push myself outside of my comfort zone, the more... I open myself up, not that I have to listen to it, but the more I open myself up to that negative inner voice. So where you're feeling lackadaisical and free away from like the professional Meg, I'm actually feeling more, more not restricted. That's the wrong word. I'm feeling more pressure to perform at a certain level because I'm not comfortable myself. And so I project on other people what they're going to think about me if I'm out there doing it. And it adds a layer of pressure, which I add on myself, by the way. It's not anyone actually adding it or anyone actually caring. It's just what I put on myself. And I believe that's what really holds a lot of people back from expressing themselves creatively. But I think if you can get out of the inner voice, you can get out of your own head and you can open yourself up to going back to what we were saying of, well, you, like you said, you love scrapbooking, you loved card making, you love writing. So what ways can you work that in now? I know you said this difficulty with kids and whatever else. And I think we're all guilty of that, by the way. I think that's a rationalization for why you're not doing it, to be honest. Uh, not trying to poke you. I'm just saying it is because we all do it. Right. Sometimes justified, sometimes not. But there's a lot of reasons why we don't do it. Uh, one of the things, I mean, we put off doing YouTube for many years because I didn't have the time to do it. What I really didn't have is the comfort level of being willing to delve in and try and having the wherewithal and bravery and courage to put myself in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. That's really what it was at the core of it. But I think if you allow it to flow through you and figure out ways to do it, then when you're doing it, you're opening yourself up to a lot of self-discovery through the process. Absolutely. And just back to the YouTube thing, part of it is just the inner voice coming out like, well, yeah, but we don't have a recording studio. Or what about the background? Or yes, but what if our dogs bark during the recording? Or the wall looks funny? Or there's too much stuff in this room? And y'all, if you saw behind the cameras, you would see (laughs) that there is like kid mess everywhere. And that's like not an excuse. We used it for an excuse for far too long. Like, oh, the background of a YouTube video might not be so pretty. So therefore we should never do it. And we hid behind that and use that as 
an unconscious way to say there's no time, there's no ability, we don't know how. Mm-hmm. And instead, this year we decided, you know what, we're putting all of that aside. Let's go in, let's go hard on this cre- let's go hard on this creativity thing and make it work. And it's not the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. I, you can watch a bazillion videos that look way better than ours. And we'll get better over time. I'm super excited that we'll get better over time, but it's not there yet because we are two people in the very beginning stages of a YouTube podcast video, and that's just how it is. I wanted to ask you, though, what is one of your favorite ways to express your creativity, and can you like share a little bit more about what kind of things happen in that particular case to make you shy away from it? Like, What is happening in your brain, specifically in that scenario of what, you're gonna, what your example you're going to give, what happens to your brain? What are you being told in your head? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you asked that. I wanted to unpack it a little bit because what I've found in my own life for a number of years, and I think a lot of people are stuck there too, as they're listening to this, is you have your day-to-day job. You know, it might be a nine to five. It might be whatever. It's what you did for a long time. And you don't feel like you can express yourself creatively and you feel like you hate your job or you're miserable at your job and you just need to do something else. And so you jump from job to job and then you realize that you're still feeling that way and it's, it, it continues to be that way and no matter what you're doing. But you keep doing the same things. You're not trying to discover ways to be creative. You keep doing the same things over and over and over again. And I was to a place in my life where I was like, I hate my job. I need to leave this job. This is not going to work for me long term. I cannot be doing this for the rest of my life. All crazy irrational thoughts, because obviously none of that would be true. And so rather than quitting that job and just looking for another job similar to it, I decided to start this podcast. I decided to do things to allow me to be able to discover more of what I'm doing. And I think most people are sitting there like, I don't have the time because I'm doing this. But outside of that time, rather than what a lot of us are guilty of, of like watching Netflix or clicking on our phone way too much, we could express ourselves in another way. So how I like to express myself, that's a very political long answer to (laughs) like politician answer to that. Uh, One of my favorite ways to express myself is actually creating content. So I really love showing up here and teaching. I really love creating this YouTube channel because it's all new. I'm discovering new things. I'm learning new things, which is all amazing part of being creative. By the way, you can learn new things. You can delve into new things that you've never even thought you could do anymore. There's stuff I do every day where I think, I can't believe I'm even doing this or I know how to do this, but I taught myself to do it or someone on YouTube, someone's YouTube (laughs) channel taught me how to do it. The point is I learned how to do this. One of the things that's come up recently is I, we started doing video and so I'm, I, I really enjoy putting the video together, but the negative thoughts that are coming in my head are what you've already mentioned. This is not as good as the other people's things I see out there. This is not as good as the influencers that I follow that have been doing it for 10 plus years and have, you know, millions of followers. Therefore I'm not good enough and I'm not going to be able to get that number of followers. And so what am I doing and why am I even trying forgetting while that's happening up of the fact that while I'm sitting there, time stands still. Like I could be working on editing a video forever and I could never feel tired from working. I could do that forever. I can't say that about a lot of things. Like I disconnect from myself in that moment and I fully focus on that and what I'm doing. And that's the power of discovering your creative self. Because there's times you come in sometimes at night and you're like, 
be, you got to go, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, let's, I mean, not in a discouraging way, right, but no. like, man, you got to give yourself a break here. You worked all day. Like you don't need to keep doing this. Right, it's 845. Can we, but in my head, I don't even know it's 845 because I'm sitting there fully focused and fully engaged. So I think I answered your question there. The negative voice comes in because I start the comparison game mm-hmm. to other people but I don't think you have to be creating video content or anything else to express yourself creatively. No, I know plenty of people who do way smaller things to do that. But like I said, the, the thing you run into is if you're not looking for ways to creatively express yourself, then it's impossible that it's actually going to happen because you get stuck in the day to day minutia of life. And you don't, when you stop looking a little part of you, not to sound harsh, but like a little part of you dies every time you're not doing it and then you kind of lose it and you forget. And so you might have to go back, like I said, to childhood to figure out what that is for you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I can say it any better than that. I feel like you've kind of hit the nail on the head with that. Like it is important. It is powerful. It does matter. And it's so easy to forget that we need to do it and to lose that part of ourselves. But ultimately that is such an important piece of ourselves Mm -hmm. because if we're just stuck in our to-do list of the day, then we never have that chance to just release from release from the the adult, the serious, yeah. <laughs> that part of us, and just be free, just be mm-hmm. free in that creativity to express how we want to express, whether that's dancing around in our kitchen or writing our thoughts down in a bullet journal. There's so many different ways to do it, and they don't have to be extreme. They don't have to take hours and hours to do them. They can be five minutes a day, just some outlet for your creati- for your wow for your creativity. <laughs> it matters. It's impactful. It will help you feel better. It will help you feel more connected to who you really are inside. Right, and it allows you, like you were saying earlier, to live in a place of playfulness and joy, and come outside of your normal self. And by doing that naturally by doing that, whether you're trying or not, if you're being creative and you're leaning into things that you don't know how to do yet, and you're delving into these things, like you're going to grow and you're going to evolve as a person just by doing it because you're pushing yourself out of the lane you're normally in. And you're allowing that playfulness and joy to almost rewire you in those moments. And at the end of it, y'all, if you're anything like me, you feel renewed you feel a little bit like remade because you're like, man, I, I've been just grinding and trying to do this thing and then and, and doing the nine to five thing and whatever it is that's pulling your attention. All of a sudden I have a little bit more energy. Like I feel a little bit like when we finished recording this podcast, like I'm, I'm reverberating. I think the words reverberating. I'm, I'm like, I'm buzzing, man. I'm, I am on top of the world when we finish this because it's me expressing my creative side, which I'm not doing in the normal day-to-day basis. But you have to look for those things. You have to figure out where it is for you and where you can just start to stoke that fire of your creativity and allow some of that joy and happiness to come in from it. Because like I said, you will grow as a person by doing it. Whether you're trying or not, you will. It's just the nature of pressing into it more and allowing yourself to have that childlike joy back. Guys, we hope that you have found a little bit of a spark of something inside of you today that will help you find that creative side. Spend five, spend 10 minutes 
just sometime this week, doing something that really lights you creatively. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We love y'all. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you. So shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.